We are kicking off today's podcast episode with a giveaway. Who doesn't love getting free stuff, especially when it's free, clean beauty products? Who doesn't want to win that? All you have to do is leave a five-star rating and review of the show on iTunes or Spotify. Then you'll take a screenshot of your review and send me a DM with it or email me it. You will be entered into the giveaway and I will randomly select one winner. If you have already left a rating review, you can still enter by sending me that screenshot. There's a limited amount of products, so make sure that you get onto this as soon as possible. Good luck! Welcome to Balance Your Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell and I am the host of the show. This podcast is designed to inspire and empower you to start and maintain your own wellness journey so you can become the best version of yourself. Let's begin. Happy Monday, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Balance Your Life Podcast. I am your host, Megan Farrell Gordon. For those of you who have entered the giveaway this past week, congratulations to the winners. Make sure you stay tuned on my social media. I do random giveaways kind of throughout the month or the week, and I list everything that you need to do in order to win those giveaways. And to win, we had two giveaways. So one was to uh, win a versed beauty set and all you had to do was subscribe to my youtube channel leave a comment on your favorite video there dm me the screenshot of it and then we also had a giveaway with youth to the people to win a little package from them and all you had to do for that was subscribe to the podcast leave a five star rating and review and then screenshot and dm it So easy peasy stuff and you get to win free stuff. So who doesn't love that? This week on the podcast, I am joined by Victor Sagalovsky. Victor is the co-founder of Lightwater Scientific, the first and only super deuterium depleted light water, where he has dedicated himself to the research, development, and production of this rare water. Victor started his career as an innovator in plant-based culinary art, having co-founded the first organic gourmet raw food restaurant in North America called Raw. He attended Loyola University and the University of Hawaii, where he pursued multidisciplinary education. He has completed apprenticeships and graduate coursework in chemistry, optical microscopy, and molecular biology. He is the author of many articles and guides in the fields of wellness, biohacking, engineering medicine, technology, mysticism, and esoteric wisdom. On this episode, we talk about what deuterium-depleted water is and the benefits of it, and how it can help with longevity and aging. We also discuss how you can ensure you're getting clean and pure water, wellness, and biohacks that he believes contribute to a long, healthy life, and so much more. This was an incredibly informative podcast episode. I feel like you're going to be very surprised by what can actually be found in our water supply and the things that we can do to ensure that we are getting clean and pure water. With that, 
please welcome Victor Segalovsky to the Balance Your Life podcast. Welcome to the show. For the last few years, I've been really due diligent about making sure I read labels and use clean products on my skin, body, and hair. And then when I got pregnant, I became even more psycho about it. I was gifted a skincare set of True Botanicals, and this stuff is holy grail worthy. I am so obsessed with their products. I love the Renew Shibula Active Immunity Serum, the Renew Shibula Extreme Cream, and the Renew Pure Radiance Oil. I have dry skin that can be sensitive to a lot of products, and my skin glows when I use these products. I reached out to the founder and her team and confirmed that the products were all Made Safe certified. This means they are one of the few beauty brands in the world that carried the Made Safe seal on each and every one of their products. It is the most comprehensive safety and sustainability standards available, backed by the world's leading scientists. Being pregnant, this was really reassuring to me. But even if I wasn't pregnant, I would still be super pumped to know this because it means their skincare line is actually green and clean. I also reached out and got a code for you because I wanted my community to be able to try the products and fall in love with them just like I did. And side note, my husband Brad did too. He's constantly stealing the cream and serum from me. If I had to pick just one product, I would choose the Shibula Active Immunity Serum or Renew Shibula Extreme Cream, but honestly, the oil, the cream, and serum are all my favorites. You can use discount code MEGAN15 at checkout at truebotanicals.com to receive 15% off of your order. This is a really generous offer, you guys, and one I plan to use myself when I'm running low. This code is only good through June 30th, 2023, so make sure you use it before then. That's Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N, 15, at checkout for 15% off your order. And like I said, you can't go wrong with the cream, serum, or oil. Welcome to the show, Victor. I am so excited to have you on. Thanks for having me. I would love if you could give a little bio of who you are and where in the world you are currently joining me from today. I am currently joining you from the mountains of Lake Tahoe on the Nevada side. It's a lovely snowy day and uh, on the lake. And um, my name is Victor Segalowski, and uh, I am the co-founder and CEO of Lightwater Scientific. And I've been working and researching and studying human health and nutrition for well, 30 years, I, I think, at this point. So, um, yeah, that, I don't, I, I, if you ask questions, I'll, I'll answer No worries. Them. That's I, not I, a problem. I, 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 like, I never, like, give a long paragraph of what I've done, what I've been, you know, my accomplishments. But uh, I, have, um, I have expertise in a number of things. And uh, and this has brought me to uh, the point of uh, starting this company a few years ago, um, Lightwater Scientific. So, um, yeah. It's, Perfect. Uh, I, I like what led you down this path of health, health and wellness. Have 
you always been into it? Was your family like really big into it? Or was there a catalyst in your life that led you to really start to dive deep into the health and wellness side of things? The typical catalyst uh, that everybody or the, the most typical catalyst that people have for getting into health and wellness is trying to get better health and wellness for themselves. So uh, when I when I when I grew up, I didn't have the health that I wanted and I wanted to understand why. And then nobody could help me, you know, except myself. So I got into research. But at the same time, I was also fascinated from a very young age and reading stories about uh, people, long lived people. Right. I've always been I've always been an armchair gerontologist, so to say, ever since I was young. You know, I was always interested in the study of the aging process. So this led me, this helped to lead me down that path. And, but it, but it, in my in my early 20s, I realized that uh, you are what you eat. And that really was just a big shocker, you know, because uh, that really changed my outlook on everything and uh, really got me to focus deeply into the uh, first, the culinary art of nutrition and then and then the biochemistry of nutrition and led me along the path of uh, ceaseless inquiry into what makes us run and what makes us run better. No, I love that so much. It's funny because, uh, you know, I've had a lot of experts or doctors or just practitioners in this space on this podcast. And I feel like there's a lot of people who were like, I grew up not necessarily in a health and wellness household, but like I knew vegetables and fruit, good for you, sugar and candy, bad for you. But that was kind of like the distinction. There wasn't anything that was really more involved into it you know I, now we talk about things like different oils that can be really bad for you and how our water can be really toxic and you go back and you think well it's supposed to be like black and white like fruits and veggies are good sugar candy bad but there's so much more involved in it perfection is really it's in the details yeah you really have to get into the nitty-gritty of things uh, i remember when i was very young you know my you know how how my how my grandmother i learned a lot from my grandmother and she she taught me you know when you go and when you go into a farmer's market or a grocery store how to select food you know how to so you smell it you pinch it you look at it she really i really observed uh i was great at observation and and just and just followed what i observed and then i noticed that other people didn't do that they took it for granted so uh, the way i grew up in my family they weren't weren't terribly like health conscious in terms of diet, but they were very, very specific and uh, uh, very, um, there was like a folk, there was like a folk wisdom. And so, uh, and then as I grew up, I realized, oh, okay, this is why we drink buttermilk. You know, this is, this is why we do this. So um, yeah, I think, I think those early, early years, uh, you know, made me, um, made, you know, that early years of observing uh, the relationship with food and how it was prepared and uh that uh that set a foundation too i guess it's a uh, you know really it, it really when i when i was 21 i started the very first organic raw food gourmet restaurant in the united states and that really started my journey off because I, you know that was I, I i got into studying yoga i got into at that time i got into raw foodism and living foods and then, and I started to see how it affected my body, and I started to make adjustments as I went along. And over the over the time, I learned what works and what doesn't. And then I went in and and then I went in to study the biochemistry of that, 
to support my own intuitive and experiential conclusions. And I think now I'm at a really good place of understanding uh, a little bit, you know, the more you learn, the less you know, but I think I have a pretty, pretty good uh, handle on uh, my health, at least. So you started in the restaurant and food industry. What led you to looking at the deuterium depleted water and like maybe even just water in general why did you go down that path when i was 16 a friend gave me a, a bottle of water at that until that time i thought you have tap water and you have you've got uh, you've got salt water and you've got drinking water and that's all water is the same and i drank my very first glacial water i thought wow this is very different what, what is it about this? So then I started this inquiry and research into why is some water taste this way? Why is why, why, why water is not all, not all water is the same. So that really got me started very early on into asking the right questions about water and understanding our relationship with it. And, uh, much later I had got into <laughs> what I think like extreme fanaticism in water you know i travel the world looking for sacred springs and hot springs and uh unknown water sources and you know all these things that just i i like i like i like the challenge of uh and i like i like the challenge of uh of understanding things i don't know about and trying to and asking questions that uh there's no answers for so you know they uh there's a famous uh do you know who victor schauberger was no, I don't. He is, he's an Austrian naturalist, uh, lived uh, early part or first half of the uh, 20th century. And uh, he's considered the father of modern water science. And he had this great experiment, which just blew me away because I still don't really know the answer to why. But he had this amazing experiment that he did. It was very simple. If you take a, a liter of water weighs one kilogram, right? So if you put yourself on the scale... And if you drink a liter of water, the scale should go up. If you're standing on it, it should go up by a kilo, right? He just added a kilo to. So uh, he did. He he showed this where he stood on a scale and he drank a liter of tap water, and sure enough, the scale shifted. You know, it went up, and uh, and he did the same thing with spring water, and and it didn't change. So what happened? It's like it's like magic. It just went poof, you know. So uh, I thought that was very interesting. So I wanted to really understand more. And the more I got into, uh, um, the more I got into food and nutrition, I started understanding that that the, the our that the diet that I grew up with was the wrong diet for me, and that the and that the diet that most people are on, which is the standard American diet or the the uh, food pyramid, the FDA food pyramid, is completely antithema to to what really what really works for for the body. So that made me realize that uh, if I were to get answers, I'd have to um, do this in do this informally. Like there's no there was no where I could go get a formal education in the things that I was interested in, but I could but I could go contact the teachers that I wanted to learn from, and that's what I did. Um, I mean, I, I have my, I have a college degree, but everything I learned that is, that is very, is of utmost importance for, uh, for life. I learned from, I, I was very fortunate to have the right teachers, but I sought them out. I know what I wanted. So it was, it was very important for me to understand how things work because they were, because things that were not working for me 
you know, it's, it's something's not working for you. You either give up or you keep going. So on the water side, I realized I learned everything you could about the science of water, you know, basic things. What is, what is, does the pH matter? What is the, the, what, what should be the, how should water be filtered? What should be the uh, particulate count or a total dissolved solid? What makes one water taste different than the other? What are some of the, what are some of the more mystical, magical properties of water? Like I just, like I just told you with no, no answer why the, why the person's weight didn't go up when he drank a liter of, of uh, living spring water. So I really wanted to uh, understand this fully uh, because we're 99.8, uh, 98.9% water by molecular weight we're told we're 75 percent water but we're not we're actually 98.9 percent water by molecular weight so we are water beings i really wanted to understand this because i felt like in the 90s i felt like hey if we're mostly water and at that time i didn't know that we were 98.9 percent it was like but still 75 percent if we're if the planet's mostly water if we're mostly water then then uh this has to have a really important impact on our aging process the type of water that we drink and uh and the food that we eat so that that really uh set me off on trying to understand these things and then in 2004 i read an article in search of the fountain of youth and that article talked about deuterium depletion and the studies that were conducted in the 50s in the in the former soviet union in siberia and uh, and I and I looked at the I looked at the science I looked at the history I, I mean I looked at everything I, re, I really uh, dove in deep and I said this is really this is something profound this is something that has been this has been um, overlooked you know, because this is a you know, I'm looking for things that are that are upstream solutions and I'm looking for uh, for root causes of things. I'm like, wow, I may, this, is, this might be a root cause. So I really devoted all my time to it because I really wanted to understand if, this was, if, if the science was, was, uh, was correct, right? So, yeah. so uh, when we started the company, Lightwater Scientific, we, we, uh, we, didn't, we didn't have any determined fleet of water. We, we had imported it when, when we uh, started the company. And uh, sh- sure enough, we all, we believed in the science. We really believed in the science. It made sense. And then, uh, sure enough, after a few months, the, the science proved itself right. So I was very pleased because I took the scientific approach in this. And um, and yeah, we have a problem on our planet. We have too much deuterium in our water, and this is something that's uh, causing us to slow down and age faster. If you if you uh, if you if you uh, reduce it a bit, then then you have uh, and you have more energy to, to age slower. I have a two-part question. And the first part is for anyone who's like, what in the world is deuterium depleted water? Can you explain what that is? And then I'll follow it up with my second question, which is what is the difference between like if someone's like water is water, like what is in our tap water that is so one could argue toxic to our beings and so anti-aging and why does it matter that we should not be drinking that tap water let's let's start with that second part first because that's a little shorter answer than the ethereum one tap water you don't you don't know what's in it right unless you've gotten the report from your municipality you don't know what's in your tap water but you do know that it gets it gets uh, processed and you do know that in most in most places and we do know 
that uh, chlorine gets added and most places now sodium fluoride as well. So we know we have some contaminants in the water uh, that are natural and we have some contaminants in the water that are unnatural. So it, we really should know what's in our water when we drink it because we've, you know, we, we've been conditioned to trust out of the tap, but that's, that's not necessarily a good thing. So depending where you live, you should know what's coming out of your tap water. If you're, if you're consuming tap water, you should know. Even, even any bottled water, you should know exactly what the mineral profile is, what else is in it. So uh, with tap water, you really, if you want to be safe, you just put it through a reverse osmosis filtration or distillation system. So then you could start from scratch. Water is very, very, water is very unique. You can, you can devote years or decades to a study and still not understand everything about it. So, but we want a water that's more closer to the water that's inside our cells, the water that our bodies make. Our bodies make our metabolic water that runs our energy production. So, and this is where deuterium completion comes in. So deuterium is a type of hydrogen. It's a, known as an isotope. So all elements have isotopes, meaning meaning that uh, they're still the, they're still that element, but because of their neutron count, they they vary slightly in composition. So therefore, they're they're called an isotope. So hydrogen in 1933 was discovered has three isotopes. So it has the original one, which makes up most of the hydrogen. 99 plus percent of the hydrogen in the universe is this hydrogen that is known as hydrogen one. And uh, if you remember back to your early science classes, you'll know that hydrogen is the first element on the periodic table and the the most abundant element in the universe. And the thing that runs everything, runs our bodies, it runs stars, it runs rocket ships. Everything is run hydrogen because it's so simple. It's one proton, one electron. Every other element after that has multiple protons, neutrons, and electrons. So that makes hydrogen very, very small, which makes, which uh, is, is, is why our bodies and stars love it so much because it's so easy to work with. So deuterium is a type of hydrogen that adds a neutron. So it doubles the weight, doubles the mass of that hydrogen. And there's a very small amount of this type of hydrogen on the planet. Uh, There's a third isotope, which is tritium, but we don't need to talk about it because it occurs so rarely. But this deuterium isotope of hydrogen also binds with oxygen to make water. So you have regular water, and then you have something known as heavy water or semi-heavy water. So in a liter of water, there are 20,000 drops. That's, that's what's, that's if, you, if, you, if, you, if you want to know how many drops are in a liter, it's 20,000. So out of those 20,000 drops that we consider to be H2O, we have six drops that are not H2O. They are HDO or HOD. And that, that those two hydrogens, out of those two hydrogens, one is replaced by deuterium or both, in which case it would be D2O, or heavy water. So this changes everything. When the, the, this changes, this changes the, the, the water itself. So it looks like water, tastes like water, but it's very different because it has this other version of hydrogen. And oxygen doesn't discriminate. It doesn't know how to select for one versus the other. But, uh, but everything runs on hydrogen one in our bodies. And hydrogen two is not compatible with human life. This was discovered when not this was discovered shortly after they realized that hydrogen was there was not only one type of hydrogen in the universe that there was there was deuterium and tritium as well. So when they discovered it, 
They synthesized pure heavy water in a lab, something that doesn't occur in nature. But it looks like water and tastes like water. So they, they wanted to know, is this still water? Because it's, it's, it's still hydrogen. It's just a heavier hydrogen. So is this still water? So they, they tested it. And uh, between the third and fifth day, the mammal died. So they tested on mice, rats, dogs. And, and uh, they said, wow, this is not water. This is incompatible. with This is, this is water that will kill you. But it looks and tastes like water. And then there's a, and then it took another, it took decades after that to really understand the mechanism and process of how this, um, uh, this element or this isotope of hydrogen, of the element of hydrogen affects us and why it, why it's a poison, why it's a contaminant, albeit, albeit it's natural and was here from the very beginning of the universe. We just have too much of it now. And our bodies have figured our, our metabolism does try to filter this out. Uh, the water that our bodies make, the metabolic water, is already 60 to 70% reduced in deuterium than the water that most of us drink or the water that is mostly drinking water on the planet. So this, interfere, this deuterium interferes with our biology. It interferes with our energy production. It interferes with our DNA replication. It interferes with enzyme. It interferes with everything. And the reason it interferes is it's purely a mechanical problem. And that mechanical problem is that it's twice the weight so if you woke up tomorrow and you wait and your and your weight was double than what you are today, it would feel a little weird and you would have to relearn how to how to do everything. Right. So that's where we're at. And uh, and like I said, when I when I first found out about this, I, I immediately, immediately saw that this was something that should be pursued uh, because this is a this is something that this is an intervention that is far more. Uh, impactful than anything else you can do. Considering that, considering that the water our bodies make is 60 to 70% reduced in deuterium should give us a slight clue that the water we need to drink should be uh, as low in deuterium as possible. So in certain places on the planet, in fact, water is lower in deuterium than others. So if the average is 150 parts per million for drinking water, the oceans are 155 parts per million. In certain places on the planet, you have anywhere from 89 parts per million all the way up into the uh, 100, you know, all the way up to 150. But in certain places, let's say, let's say this uh, original uh, area of research in Siberia, they were drinking water that was 16% reduced. So it was in the uh, lower 130 ppm range and and then they showed wow this is why people are have so much more uh, live so much longer here why their health is so much better and these are people that live primarily like eskimos so they honed in on why these people lived so long or why people in many mountainous areas or high uh, or uh, um, places where the where the water was lower in deuterium why they had better health and sure enough, when you reduce the deuterium in your body, you uh, you you have less burden on your mitochondria, on your cellular processes, on everything really. So so at the extreme, if you drink heavy water, you'll die. And the opposite extreme, if you reduce the deuterium from the water, it will extend your life. And this is this is what the this is what was shown over sixty years of research. So I thought, I thought that, Hey, this is, you know, this is really for somebody, for somebody like me, that's interested in cracking this, uh, the code, you know, of, 
of aging and longevity. There's, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna uh, get a, get a better, uh, not gonna get a better nugget than this. So I, I really dove into the science and and dove into the business of the commercial production of this as well, because this is not uh, one of the reasons it was overlooked is because it was, it was you couldn't you couldn't make it. You know, you go into the mountains in some remote area and there you could have uh, slightly determined depleted water. But but it took many decades to figure out how to make it in the lab and even more time to figure out how to make it commercially available to make it at scale and even then it's not that we don't we don't produce that much of it so um yeah this is a new standard in water purity so the old standard was you reduce the contaminants like if you've got tap water or heavy water or whatever or or, or uh sorry uh hard water you know you you distilled it or you put it through a filter and you and uh, you got rid of the contaminants well now we realize there's a contaminant that is actually a type of water itself so whereas it's kind of uh easy or uh not well, let's say i wouldn't say easy but let's say there's a there's a lot less difficulty in removing a contaminant from water that isn't water like like uh heavy metals and so forth than removing a type a version of water that is just one atom or two atoms different, right? It's slightly off. So that's a very difficult process to remove this semi-heavy water or heavy water from regular water. And um, But when you do it and you drink it, you reduce the body's deuterium level. So in fact, you're giving your body the water that's closer to the water that your body makes and recycles daily. I want to talk... Um, I- a little bit more about the longevity benefits of deuterium. But before we do, there's so much online right now about di- different people have an argument and then somebody else has a different argument for why you should and shouldn't be doing this. There's spring water, there's tap water, there's alkaline water, there's deuterium depleted water. Like there's so much out there that it, it almost I, gets confusing. It gets confusing, but... but- what I look at is what is the water? That's all great. You have all these types of, you have all these fads and, and, uh, people that are interested in, uh, water. But the question I ask is which of those waters is the closest to the water that we make ourselves? Because we don't, the water that we drink doesn't make it into our energy producing pathways into the mitochondria. It's, it's only water that we synthesize ourselves de novo. There's that's 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 the profound thing. Like the water that runs our bodies is we make that we make that from hydrogen and oxygen. We just combine those and we make water. So uh, so the question is, which of these waters is closest or most compatible with the water that our bodies make? Because there is the clue. The water that's going to be the best for you is the kind of water that your body already makes. So that so there's there's not too much difference. So uh, when it comes to alkalinity, it's it's a it's not there's not there's not much. Not much to it because the the blood, you know, our blood exists in a very tight space of pH. Okay, so so the body self-regulates. So when you put an alkaline water or acidic water into your body, all bets are off as soon as it enters the gut. Right, the body changes it to whatever it needs to. It adjusts the pH. The body adjusts the pH of whatever we put in it. So there's that. Like I said, tap water. You should know what what's in your tap water. Uh, you should know if it's you should know how well it's you should know if if you're being if it if it has fluoride or chlorine in it that's not those these things are not good for us in a long in a long-term basis and then so it's the it has to do with the purity of water right how our body wants very pure water 
So that's the way I looked at it. So which is the, what is the water that's closest to the water that's in our bodies? And that's what I want to drink. And certain spring waters are very, are very good. They're very, they're, they're magical. You know, we can talk, talk for hours about the different characteristics and qualities of spring water and what, and what make them unique. But, uh, water, um, water is unique in that it holds memory. So whatever it comes in contact with, it really holds that, that vibration and passes that on to you. It's a more esoteric nature and study of water. But, uh, you know, you're never, you're never certain that what you're getting in the bottle is what came out of the spring. It depends how, it depends how it was processed because water has a certain flow it likes to go into. It has a certain, has a certain way that it moves through space and time. And then when you change that, uh, like, uh, like we, like, it, you know, we, we, we're start, they're starting to realize that water doesn't like hard angles. It doesn't like to, it, it, it doesn't like to, it doesn't like these 90 degree turns. It likes everything like a, like a curve and a spiral. So, and when we, and so now, uh, when they, when they've started implementing this in, uh, water, water production facilities, they find that they have less bacterial problems because the water is flowing like it was designed to. So there's so much that there is to know about water and uh it's not something that uh we're taught in school so and and it, it it should be because this is what's going this is this this is the uh make it or break it part of health right there is the type of water that we put in our bodies no it makes absolute sense i mean we drink water we wash our vegetables and fruits in water we shower or bathe in water and it seems like there's so many people out there that have all these almost like contradicting things to say, like even off the top of my head, there were two people that I kind of admire in the wellness space. One was talking about having high dissolved mineral content in the water. And then another person was like, no, 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 it should be as low as possible. And it's like you two are in the wellness space and both are saying completely opposite things like how how is someone how is the average Joe supposed to know what to do? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult. They have to, they, if you, a little, like, the, as they say, a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. <laughs> so, uh, but I can, uh, I can solve that riddle for, uh, for you. And yeah, and, please do. <laughs> we do want a water that has t a low total dissolved solids generally, right? You don't, we get our, we get our minerals from food. Uh, a, a low total dissolved solid makes water, uh, fresher, lighter tasting. Uh, but uh, it also it also affects the taste and the, the mineral profile affects the taste of water. So this is why some spring waters taste better than others. It's just a matter of the mineral profile. So a good water is like uh, 15 or less parts per million of total dissolved solids. But you don't know what those dissolved solids are. It could even be a good water all the way up to in the couple hundred ppm. It just depends what those minerals are. Now the and 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 the ratios and profile that that, that they have now uh the the person that you're uh, the person that you mentioned um talking about uh wanting a water that has a very uh high mineral content there is value in that if those minerals are in a bicarbonate form so we we are very like our bodies are magnesium hungry we just love magnesium we you know we we burn it constantly so if you get a good water that has a high magnesium bicarbonate uh, amount, then then that becomes bioavailable. And certain natural waters have a high magnesium and potassium 
bicarbonate. So if it's attached to that carbon, it becomes, it's, it's organic. As we know, if something's attached to a carbon, it's a mineral. If it's not, it's an element. So, so, uh, uh, that if it's in a bicarbonate form, then it's bioavailable. So any other way, you're not going to absorb those elements because plants, plants take up elements and they convert them to minerals and we eat the plants or animals. And, and that's how we get our, we don't get our minerals from dirt. So, uh, yeah, certain springs on around the world have a, have a high, um, have a, have a high amount of, um, bicarbonate in there. And that's beneficial, uh, especially if the, you know, it's a, sometimes the taste is a little, uh, not quite there because it's, it's, it's a, it's a water that has, it's a lot more minerals in it. So it's not going to have that same clean taste, but that's, that's the benefit you're getting there is not from the, is not from the water. It's whatever mineral is bioavailable, but you, if you have high TDS in the water and those minerals are not bioavailable, then it's, it's not good for you at all. Our bodies want everything clean and our bodies just want the building blocks of things, right? Well, our body will convert it, change everything we put in into what it needs. It's usually molecularly, it's very different from what we put in our body. So if we, give it the building blocks, then it'll be okay. And uh, so, yeah, uh, as a general rule, low total dissolved solid is ideal for a daily drinking water. And, uh, and if you have a, and these waters that have high particulate count, if they're in a bicarbonate form, then it becomes a therapeutic water. So that's okay, the, that's, uh, that's fair. Okay. That make no, that makes sense. And I will say the guy or the person who said the high mineral count did say for the purposes of like medicinal almost water, it can become medicinal at that point. So I should have clarified that, but that that makes sense for the mag. Yeah, specifically for the magnesium, we're all deficient in magnesium because our life, our li our modern lives have a bit of stress built in. So we require a lot of magnesium and there's, and, and we're getting less and less of it in our food. And, uh, uh, so yeah, any, anywhere you can get a bioavailable form of magnesium. And in, in this case, a, some of some, some spring waters have this, some mineral spring waters have this. It's very beneficial as a, as a therapeutic. Perfect. I would love to talk about the longevity benefits of deuterium depleted water. I think when we hear the longevity part, a lot of us just assume, oh, you live a long life and hopefully it's disease free. Can you get even a little bit more micro? Like if someone starts to consume de uh, deuterium depleted water, what are some micro benefits and changes they'll see in their body? And then what are some of the macro benefits that they'll see? I look at all this as an energy problem. When you're young, you have more, you have more energy than when you're old. We can agree on that. Uh, and there's a mechanism behind this. It's because as we age, we lose our ability to produce energy in the mitochondria. We lose that mitochondria and we lose that mitochondria because of, because of wear and tear. And then you can go down even further and look at where this wear and tear comes from. And a lot of this wear and tear comes from deuterium. So in our energy production pathways, deuterium, anytime it takes a position that's reserved for a hydrogen or the pro protium as it's known, or hydrogen, let's just call it hydrogen one and hydrogen two. Hydrogen one is protium, hydrogen two is deuterium. Hydrogen one is all the hydrogen in the universe and hydrogen two is this small amount of deuterium that's around. So when a deuterium takes the place of a hydrogen, then it slows things down. 
So it slows things down to the point where eventually they don't, they don't run anymore. So for example, when you're 15 years old, a cell may have 30,000 mitochondria. That same cell that was replicating over decades of time may have 500 mitochondria or less. So you see that there's just, there's just this, this diminishment of energy over time which is mechanical. If you don't have, if you don't, if you don't have a car to get somewhere, you're going to have to walk and that's going to take a lot longer and you might not get there. Right. So we just, we're just putting the wrong fuel in our bodies uh, constantly, even though it's very, very little, but it's cumulative over time. So if you reduce the amount of deuterium that you put in your body, you get a net energy benefit over time. So as you age, you have, you have a conservation of more energy. And so that translates to longevity, that translates to functional health, that, lends it, that translates to health span. And it also translates to prevention of disease because disease happens when we don't have the energy to, to fight it. You know, the body's a self-healing organism, but it needs fuel, it needs energy. So uh, this is, this is, energy is the name of the game. So if you wanna preserve the, the energy that you have when you're young, then you will do the things that you need to do to to keep to keep any uh, damage from happening to the to those centers to those uh, nano confined spaces in the mitochondria that produce energy that produce the energy that we need on a day and I'm not and I'm not, I'm not talking about like energy you drink coffee and you feel wired I'm talking about the energy that is needed to sustain life right the energy that we don't that we don't that, that we take for granted the energy that just produced 30 million cells in my body in the past, in the last 10 seconds, right? That's the energy I'm talking about. The energy to replicate the energy to repair that, that is kind of a, a invisible process to us, but, but we notice when we get ill. So this is just a way to strengthen ourselves. This is just a way to, uh, you just, what you do is you look at you look at how the body works and you go what's hurting it what what's what's causing it to what's causing this diminishment of your capacity because everything we're 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 beings that are constantly everything is constantly replicating right that cell that's uh, the old cells die the new cells created and how perfect how how perfect that replication is determines your state of health if you if you uh if you don't have any toner in your Xerox machine and you try to make a copy of something and it, it comes out without some of the, some of the colors that are in that, uh, that are in their original document, you've, you've just lost something. And if you continue to do that, copy that one, a copy of a copy of a copy, you'll see that it changes. You'll, it, it, the, the image changes over time. So it's really, it's really all about how exact is that replication happening? How, how efficient is that replication and how op and how optimal is your body tuned to allow yourself to allow your cells and your DNA to replicate in such a way that there's less mutation because this mutation is what causes aging. And, uh, you know, the, 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 there's a, there's a phenomenon that, uh, exists that, uh, everybody's most everybody I notice is suffering from. And this is really, uh, the, the 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 beginningness of disease it's inflammation right and where, where does inflammation come from 
And it's inflammation. Well, it comes from it come it comes from uh, not giving your body what it needs, or it comes from your body trying to repair. Right? Inflammation is also a type of also a, type, a state of a state of uh, repair. So we want to lessen the inflammation. The less inflammation we have, the healthier we are. And this and the more the more energy we have, the more ability we have to replicate our that more more energy our that our cells can replicate properly when they have the energy needed. We're we're self-healing organisms. Our body is incredibly intelligent. All it needs is the energy. Right? You can have a beautiful car, but if you but if you don't have any fuel in it, it's just gonna sit there and look pretty. It's not gonna do you any bit of it's not gonna it's not gonna give you any function. You're not gonna get any use out of it except except just uh as a piece of art. So that's 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 basically a simplified uh explanation of why this is important. If someone is like, I know a reverse osmosis system would be incredible to have in my house, I do not have the funds to be doing this. You can what? get a reverse. You can get a reverse osmosis system for like four hundred bucks. If someone's even like, "Hey, look, like I'm saving my pennies to be doing this," is there anything like water wise that they could be doing that would help be taking out some of these heavy metals? Or even on the flip side, is it like tap water we know is really high in deuterium? Uh, well, yes, I'll, in deuterium. So let's. Yeah, yeah, it's two separate. It's two separate okay. conversations because okay. one conversation is about water. One conversation is deuterium. Deuterium is in the water conversation because we are water. So, so when we reduce our deuterium, well, by drinking deuterium depleted water, you decrease the deuterium in your body, right? It's just it's a the, the deuterium depleted water is a tool for decreasing deuterium in your in your body. On the on the other hand, the water. Uh, let's say you're talking about reverse osmosis and what you can do to uh, help with uh uh with getting clean water is the first thing everybody should have let's say okay so we'll 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 compartmentalize that and say okay let's this is this is separate from this is separate from the deuterium conversation this is just a water conversation so in the water conversation i would say look spend ten dollars go on ebay spend 10 bucks on a tds meter so you so you know at least what the total dissolved solid count of your water is that'll that'll that's the first thing and uh, if you if you see that it if you see that it comes out very high, then you'll know that this is something you need to act on right away. The, people, the reason we use reverse osmosis filtration or distillation is because there are things in water in tap water that 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 a regular carbon filter can't remove. Right? There's there's uh, traces of all kinds of things all the way up to man-made pharmaceuticals that could be in the water if our water is recycled. I mean, they just, they discover all the time that municipal water is full of this stuff. So, so uh, bacteria, which is, which is also bacteria, which is lessened by the chlorine that they put in the water. So you just have to, you just, you just have to be a little intelligent at this and approach it in a, in a, in a, in a way where um, you can be assured that you're putting clean water in your body. There's, there's just levels of water purity and just know that your body wants very pure water. The question is, what can you do to give your body pure water? Well, like the first thing you should know what you, you won't know what the particulates are, but at least you'll know if they're high or low. 10 bucks for a TDS meter, everybody should have it, especially when they travel. I always like, okay, if I'm going to drink this water, I want to know what, 
what what total dissolved solids are in there. And I also kind of want to know the pH as well. But uh, more importantly, I want to know uh, what the total dissolved solids are. The pH will give me a clue as to what those minerals may be. So uh, reverse osmosis, what I have to say about this is if you do get a reverse osmosis, you should get a reverse osmosis that is tankless because uh, 30 years of uh, my colleagues, uh, my partner's research uh, has shown that uh, there, there's incredible bacteria buildup in these reverse osmosis tanks. So uh, the answer to that is a tankless system. And they're not that expensive. You can get one for 400 bucks or less. So, uh, and then you're at least assured that you're starting with clean water. Right. You can do all kinds of other things to that water after it. You could add minerals, you can vortex it, you can spin it with magnets, you can do all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, but first and foremost, get rid of what's in there that you don't know. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a liability when you don't know what you're putting in your body. It just depends where you live. You know, mo most people that are on a well, they'll notice that at uh that their water is kind of is uh is hard you know has it has too many minerals in it so they have to do something about that because this is not water that we're meant to drink i mean if you think about it the water that comes down as rain that's distilled water and that's the water that feeds our plants you know they we we like things simple we don't like things too heavy or too complicated so we just apply that philosophy in how you um and everything in life, you know, so especially, especially the uh, quality and purity of your water. So what people need to do is get a TDS meter that will convince them that they, most of the times that will convince them that they need to invest in reverse osmosis. It'll make that a, a priority because they'll, they'll, they'll understand that they're putting excess mineral or element in their body that, uh, that, and they don't know what it is. So, so clean your water. You know, and and uh, this is why certain springs are uh, more renowned than others. Certain springs have that perfect, perfect profile of of uh, total dissolved solids and uh, taste, and uh, people notice it, and that's why they choose A over B. You know, as a as a taste test. So that's the that's the purity conversation, and then and then the next level of purity is to reduce that deuterium in the water or that water molecule known as semi-heavy water or heavy water uh, because that's incompatible with our biology. So it's just different, different standards in our, in our under, it's a different standards in our understanding of the type of water that's most compatible with our biology. I know you're very into longe longevity and one of the things you do is the deuterium depleted water. Is there anything else that you've come across in your life or your research that has led you to think, hey, if we do these five things, that will increase our <laughs> likelihood of living a long disease-free li disease life? Yeah, and look, we don't we don't know how long we'll live. We just want to we just we just don't want diminished capacity. We don't if we're if we're wouldn't it be nice if when you're 70 that you that you that you feel and uh function like you did when you were 50 years younger? That's what we want. We just want to be able to enjoy youth for as long as we can. And so, yeah, what five things yeah i learned there's a lot of uh of uh cool interventions that you can do and um let's see what can we um what kind of nugget can we give here you know when you look at 
when you look at the nutritional requirements of the body, certain things are essential, like essential fatty acids, essential amino acids. They call them essential because the body can't make it. There's so many things that our body can just synthesize from the building blocks that you give it. So the things that your body cannot make, that it requires daily, are really the things the, that's the primary focus to make sure that you're getting the right type uh, or that you're, that you're, that you're, that you're not deficient in the very essential things, because if you're, because if you're not deficient in the essential things, then your body will be able to make everything else. So, and the supplements are really big because most supplements are not essential. They're just, they're just uh, something you take because, because your body isn't making it when it should, right? Our livers are a pharmacy. It's like a, so most liver, most livers are like a pharmacy that's been looted. There's nothing left on the shelf and we don't want that. We want to, we want to be able to make all the chemicals that our body needs for life. So there's a, a first and foremost, uh, a, you know, if you look at the, if you look at the, if you look at the biochemistry of the body, you see that we run much better when we switch our metabolism to fat uh, or a ketogenic diet or a keto adapted diet or keto friendly that uh, you, if you look at the science you have shows that you produce three to four times more energy from fat than you do from sugar. And that sugar actually has a uh, negative effect over time. So I just looked at what I looked at what the body, what works, what, what, what's the most compatible with the body. So a ketogenic diet, a uh, intermittent fasting, we or or fasting in general, right? We have to give the body a break. You know, if you if you if you deplete it, if you de deplete the stock of of the liver, you know, and you keep doing it, then eventually you got nothing left. So you have to keep. So you have to. So you have to uh, give yourself a holiday now and then from consumption from from eating all the time. So really have to really have to understand that uh, we eat more. We uh, generally, as a species, at this point in time, we eat more than we need. We drink more than we need. We we even overbreathe, right? We overbreathe. We overthink. We overeat. So, so the simplest advice is to is less is more, you know, because we 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 put a lot more in our body than the body actually requires, which makes it less efficient. Because the body likes efficiency, and the way way we evolved was fasting was very much a part of our of our uh, daily lifestyle. So you'll notice people that people that can't lose weight, for example. Uh, they go for decades with with excess 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 uh, baggage, and uh, when they go on a fasting regimen or or a uh, uh, or intermittent fasting regimen, after a few months they get it's all gone. Right? The body just burns it off. So the most intelligent thing is to is to listen to the innate intelligence of, of the body. So and as far as supplements, yeah, there's a number of supplements that are quite quite good. I like, I, I prefer things from food first and foremost. Uh, so there's, there's a number of things, you know, um, but the point, but the key is that you are well mineralized. So we evolved as a, a all life started in the ocean, 
right? So, so we have an ocean within us. So we have that periodic table of elements within us, and it's important to keep that healthy. So we need we need proper mineralization. We're we're low on we're low we're low on macro minerals like magnesium. That's almost a constant. Everybody's almost too high in calcium because of the ratio of the of the of of the diet that we eat. And um, I would just say, look, just just learn what is more compatible with your body from a dietary standpoint because it's not starches, it's not sugars. These are great, but we did them very sporadically. If you 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 follow the if you follow the seasons, you're not going to find you're not going to be you're not going to find bananas in winter, and yet people are still eating them. So be a little more intelligent with how you fit in to nature. You're not outside of it. You're part of it. We're part of nature. So, so act accordingly. Most, you know, most people get sick when the, when the seasons change because they're, because, because there's a, because this, everything is, everything is a cycle. So you, and you have to adapt to it as you go along. Right. So in the, you know, in the, in, in the, in the summer, we have abundant, an abundance of fruits. Okay. So we consume those. And then in the winter, we don't have that. So we have to, we have to look at how nature operates and then you'll be very healthy. Another thing is we eat, now we eat foods that's, that, that come from all over the world. And that, that are, that confuses our biology actually. Like if you're eating a, if you're eating something that is from 6,000 miles away, it's not from your local environment. That's very confusing to the innate intelligence of the body. And it has to deal with it. It takes energy to deal with that and process it. So I would say simple is the way to go. Uh, don't overcomplicate these things. Most people actually hurt themselves more when they introduce all the supplementation into their, into their life. So if you're going to supplement, you just really should know what what you're doing and uh minerals are important the mineral ratios in your body are important uh essential amino acids make sure that you get all all of them essential fatty acids make sure you focus on the things that are essential first and if you focus on the essential things your body will make up the difference by synthesizing whatever you need internally that said if you're if you're dealing with some kind of uh, illness or health challenge or looking for some improvement in some area, whether it's cognitively or, you know, maybe you're, maybe for athletic performance. And yeah, there's a certain intelligent approach to what you would supplement, meaning add, add to the already diet, a diet that you're on. So, um, sorry, I didn't get into like specific products, but I, I just didn't want to at this time. That's okay. I would love you had just before I sent everybody to check out you and your company, Light Water Scientific, you had mentioned minerals, adding minerals to your water. Is that even like, do you suggest people take like pink Himalayan salt and add it? I want to be very clear. We're not adding table salt. People have asked me if it's table salt, they should be adding to their water. Don't do that. But even like, is that like that at least is helpful and it's starting the ball rolling? Yeah, yeah. So let's let's have a little uh, discussion about salt, right? Which is essential for the body, sodium chloride. Uh, table salt is bad because it's stripped. It's just it's just pure sodium chloride. You don't find pure sodium chloride in nature. It's always complexed with other minerals. So uh, it's and it's not only table salt stripped. It also has it also has things added which are not natural. So the best salt out there is the salt that's still a little wet 
No, it's the, because some of these minerals need to be need to have water attached to them for them to be bioavailable. So uh, I, I was one of the very first importers of Himalayan salt into this country, and then I stopped doing it because I realized it's not the ideal salt for us. So uh, the ideal salt for us would be more like a Celtic sea salt because it's got it still has a it still has a it still has a little bit of, of uh, water in it, uh, so it's wet. So that uh, and it's got and it's got a it's got a mineral profile that's closer, more compatible with what the earth is like now versus this pink salt. By the way, there's no salt in the Himalayas. That's not the, the salt is is from uh, uh, the Salt Range Mountains in Pakistan. So it's a it's just it's like saying that it's like saying you're from L.A. when you're really from Denver. But anyway, that's all marketing. So uh, Himalayan is not the ideal, not terrible, better than table salt, but ideal would be a Celtic sea salt. And on top of that. Uh, would be better, even better still would be the mineral supplement that we sell, Cantone Marine Plasma. Some call it Quintone, but uh, the French pronunciation is Cantone. And that was, that's a, that was a gentleman's last name, Rene Cantone. And he discovered that, uh, you know, he had a, he, he, he said something, he, that was his quote that I told you in order, he said, uh, in order for life that started out in the ocean to exist on land, it had to bring the ocean with it. So this particular type of uh, marine plasma is uh, is is the best because it's the mo- it's the closest thing in mineral profile to our blood. In fact, you can transfuse your blood. You can if you if you have if you need a blood transfusion, you could use this marine plasma instead, and it would and uh, your body and it, your body would rebuild the blood because it has this because it's the closest thing there is to blood. So yeah, it's uh, that's why we sell it because it's a it's a really a upstream intervention for 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 superior health. You know, we, we people that are not coastal that live in that live uh, um, like where I'm living, you know, in the mountains, we're we're chronically in need of mineralization. I mean, we're we humans evolved. Uh, you know, there's the there's the uh, the water ape theory right that we that our brains that our brains evolved when we had exposure to fish oils and and, and uh, uh, omega-3s and um, and dha and gla which you don't find in you know you find that in fish you find that in um, seafood and so and and our and our and it's essential our brains need it now our brains can make up some of this from other oils but when you lose but when you lose that ability to make it, then you're then you're deficient, and you and your cognitive function suffers, and you lose that neuroplasticity. So a great way to ensure that you are replete is ocean minerals. So yeah, any and not table salt, Himalayan not ideal, Celtic sea salt the best, and if you want something a little better, you go for the Kintone Marine Plasma, which comes in these. Uh, well, it comes in little sachets or it comes in glass vials. And this is a product that's been around for 120 years. And it was actually in the uh, European pharmacopoeia as a medicine for a very long time. Um, because this was a, this was prescribed for people for all kinds of things. There's books written about its use. So, um, salt is indispensable. It's super important for us. So what I, what I recommend is, uh, you do one, uh, 10, um, 10 milliliter vial, one to two 10 milliliter vials of ketone isotonic or hypertonic per day. And that will ensure that you have, uh, 
that you have the full, full mineralization. If you, if you, if you, if you look at it very simply, your body conducts energy, right? So the more, so the more energy conducting minerals that you have in your body, the more energy your body will conduct. And if those minerals are missing, then your body will not be able to conduct that energy properly or efficiently. So absolutely. Uh, people that are, people that live coastally, people that get in the ocean every day, like surfers, they're very healthy. Usually, uh, you could look at, look at their skin, look at their bodies. It's because they're getting that they're constantly, they're constantly putting back in those minerals that we lose all the time that are, that are required. So the right salt is, um, is another make it or break it. It's another, it's another, uh, it's another thing we take for granted, you know? So, and, and, um, so be careful. Like when you go to restaurants, be careful because, because you don't know what salt they're using. And if they're using table salt, what'll happen is because of that, because that salt molecule is stripped of all its chaperones, of all its mineral colloid chaperones, what does your body do? It tries to make up the balance, right? And then people get all kinds of problems from that, from, from, you know, from edema and other, other things. Your body's, your body is going to try to, is going to try to compensate for what's missing, but there's going to, but there's going to be a price to pay later. So yes. do, yeah. Absolutely. If people want to check out Lightwater Scientific online, maybe they love the idea of these minerals and maybe they just want to learn a little bit more about, you know, uh, deuterium depleted water and the benefits of it. Where can everybody go and find you? Where can they buy your products? Where can they check you out online? Drinklightwater.com. Lightwater is spelled L-I-T-E-W-A-T-E-R. So it's drinklightwater.com. And I recommend everybody download the deuterium depletion guide. It's a quick read, uh, but it will give you, it will, it will prime you an understanding of uh, what this is and some of the, some of the um, science behind it and the protocol and the use of it and what you can expect. So yeah, definitely get that free guide uh, to uh, make an informed decision on what you want to do with your life. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. This has been such a knowledgeable conversation. You gave up so much good information. I feel like I learned so much more about water. Um, is there, before I uh, end the conversation, is there a book, podcast, or resource that has brought you incredible value that you want to leave with the audience? Hmm. You know, I've been getting into the work of this uh, gentleman by the name of Morley Robbins. And uh, he's cracking the code on iron and copper, the relationship of iron and copper in the body, because it's another one of these things that we got wrong, <laughs> you know, and once you get something wrong, it's very hard, to, very hard to walk it back. Yeah. <laughs> so but he's uh, really cracked the code. So I, I would look into his podcast if you have any kind of issues with iron or copper metabolism. And most of us do actually. So, and you'll under, and when you listen to this guy, it's, he, he, he breaks it down really well, like uh, where everybody can understand. And it's really uh, like, as my, like myself that wants to understand the underlying mechanisms of health and aging. Uh, this is a, this is a complete, he's, just, he's, he's talking about something that, uh, is a missing piece. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an incredible discovery that he made about the, how we got it all wrong, how we got, how we got iron and copper all wrong, uh, for our bodies. And, uh, he's got, I think dozens of podcasts out there. And, uh, 
start with that. You'll, uh, you'll, it'll, it'll be so much benefit because, because a lot of times people get diagnosed with anemia or having not enough copper. And it's actually the opposite. The copper is locked in the tissues and you're overloaded. So, uh, sorry, not the copper, the iron, the iron is locked in the tissues and you're overloaded. So if you're interested in, um, unraveling some of these mysteries of our biology and how things really work, I recommend the work of Morley Robbins. Thank you so much for that. I will definitely have to check that out. I will make sure all the links are in the show notes. So if people want to connect directly with you, they can do so through there. Thank you so much for this conversation, Victor. Thank you. It was a pleasure. If you love this podcast episode, spread the love by sharing this with your friends and family, share it out on social media, and don't forget to give it a five-star rating and review. From the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful that you are here. Until next time.